podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Stratford Paddock. This is Off The Bar. I am joined... Is it? Yeah, it is. With Green King Sport. How are you doing, Steve? I'm all right. It's nice to see you. Adam McCullough, nice to see you. Who that noise you just did? His little ring piece bouncing off the floor. Yeah, it sounds like Off The Bar, doesn't it? Oh. Off The, off the Bar. Lovely. How are you, Adam? I'm good. You alright? I'm doing very well. Today we're going to be talking about some issues that Manchester United and Ten Hag need to fix. If you talk like this, do people take you more seriously? I do this. I do this. Yeah. That's the one. That's point. the politician one because yeah. that's aggressive. So yeah. we've got five that's things that Ten Hag and manifesto. Manchester United need to address and resolve before we can be truly successful at Manchester United. Oh, and that with the hands as well. That's so a t- really, sort Tony Blair did a lot. It's robust. It's, it's blocked. Yeah, so did a lot of illegal invasion as well. What? Of course. Only a couple of illegal invasions. Well, there was an illegal invasion through United's midfield against Wolves. <laughs> was it illegal? Well, we, we let it happen. <laughs> but the CDM area and the midfield area is America one of the first things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some transfers, we're going to talk about the ownership situation, facilities, all that sort of thing. But I want to start in that midfield. on Against Wolves on Monday night, it was ju- you, the old, you could have driven a bus through it, whatever you want to say. The amount of times they you just pissed around midfield. Yeah. How do buses fit in the same lane that my car fits in and people sit two by two with a gap in the middle it doesn't seem right does it it doesn't seem right fold that round your head it's mad that that is mad actually two by two with a fucking corridor down the middle and yet me with a handbrake and another person is full yeah joe mate i want answers i always think about the first time someone saw a double decker bus it must have been up. a great day that it yeah, you know like oh my god bro there, you someone's, could go someone's, like, someone's going upstairs hey, in, mate, in we're in the future yeah. <laughs> why is that house coming towards me do you reckon some people were like bus. totally against it like I can't be what, accepting what it. if it tips over it's, 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 it's Satan's work you can't have stairs in a car that's mad you can't have stairs I'm in a car this, right? I have to wear a seatbelt in my car yeah. Yeah. yet this moving there's some 80 year old woman yeah. holding onto a pole 96 of us on not it not even a pole a little loop <laughs> just holding onto a fabric loop going 50 miles an hour down a dual carriageway yeah it doesn't really make sense but anyway <laughs> that old lady holding onto the bit of fabric anyway, going 60 miles an hour down a dual carriageway was Casemiro. She drove past Casemiro for Wolves. You know what Monday. I think the issue was in What's our midfield? What's going on? I f- feel like it can work. I feel like it hasn't worked so far. And I feel like in pre-season, we never got to see our best 11 together enough. Whether that was an oversight by Ten Hag or he's trying to get them to build up to their peak fitness kind of like in the middle of the season, which would kind of maybe make sense given the amount of games you get. Yeah. But I felt like Bruno and Eric uh, Fernandez. Eric we're just Bruno we're just, and Mount you mean Bruno and Mount sorry <laughs> were just far too loose like yeah. ahead of when one of them went both of them went they both were then basically part of the attacking line Casemiro's left on his own yeah. we know what Casemiro's like anyway it's just steaming around trying to he deal was, with things like and, I think he was on box it at some points, but he was on it to deal with stuff he was just left so open and so exposed that it didn't work you can understand why the manager was trying to implement Carby Maino yeah. next to him and I wouldn't be surprised. Look, I've been a little bit frustrated with Anthony's performances. If we see at Tottenham, Bruno go on that right, and then he just packs the midfield then with, with Ericsson, Mount, you know and uh, Casemiro. And I actually think it'll be the other way around against Spurs. I think it'd be us <laughs> penetrating them. Um, I think they, was, they were so good on the transition because we had a high line 
And they was like, listen, we've got four days to work on it. We're going to Old Trafford. It's a win-win for us. We win, or we'll probably put them under out of pressure. It's literally a win-win. They lost and won, yeah. as, as far as Twitter's yeah, yeah. concerned. So I think when you know, United can't prepare for whatever they're going to do because we don't know what they're going to do, because even they didn't really know what they were going to do. They, they broke with some ferocity mm. as well when they were breaking it on us. So I think we wanted to elicit an element of control. And I think against teams that maybe aren't going to have a lot of the ball, I think having Mount, Bruno, Casemiro makes a lot of sense. But if it's a team that's going to transition the way they did, we have to be better prepared for that transition. I, it was The midfield was the, the symptom. That was the visible symptom. Yeah, yeah. But I don't necessarily think that the midfield was, was the, the problem. I think that, yes, the positioning of either Mount or Bruno, one of them maybe should have supported Casemiro a little bit better and maybe just given him half the pitch to cover mm. rather than the entire pitch to cover, which was... He, he was also an issue with our fullbacks, anyway. though. Like, you've, when one goes, it's supposed to shuffle across and Bruno's, you know, Mount or Bruno come back and kind of create a little little triangles and that. But both fullbacks were gone. Yeah. And Ericsson and Bruno, um, Mount and Bruno were gone. they were sat it was so just, far back. It was so hard. Because they had sat so far back, I think we pushed onto them naturally, mm. but they broke out with such pace that it shocked us. But that, surely that can't kind continue shock, to shock yeah. us. Because if we want to play high possession, high line football, no, but I think Steve the probably alluding to the fact that the we big, didn't know what to prepare for. No, but was. even if you don't know what they're going to do, if you're pinning someone in and they're sitting back, the only thing they can do is try to counterattack. Yeah, but oh, they no, counted with these like, specifics are was, unknown. They have counted with players that we thought we knew. Yeah, I, I did a podcast with Ash before, and Ash goes, "It was literally like he just told him, hey, you see how fast you ran last year." Can you run faster? Yeah, double that. <laughs> like, because that's right. what it was like. It was just quicker. You, no, no need for any reason. But we felt really faster. slow. As I was going to well. say, do you think and predictable? I, I almost thought United looked like it looked like they'd done fitness training that morning. Everyone was so slow and sluggish and lethargic. Do you think they're like either not fit or so knackered from preseason that he's been drilling them so hard that yeah. maybe that fitness is on the way? Right. Have they been drilled that? Well, hard I don't in know. That's what I'm saying. They may have what been on the made training them look pitch, like that is my but question. But they're never in game. How do you feel at the moment? I feel it's, I, I've slept better and earlier than I've ever slept in my entire life. How do you feel at the minute? I'm going to bed at like half ten. Hey, since America, I'm, I'm asleep right. by midnight, definitely. Yeah, thought, definitely. Which is a completely new thing for me. I fucking passed out on the pitch on Saturday. Nap <laughs> <laughs> time. You weren't even playing. <laughs> you were just stood at the side and you passed out. Like, we probably had one too many late nights, which the players haven't had, but we was just watching them and yeah. we're knackered. Like, Ronaldo is still knackered. I can only play him for 45 minutes at the moment. And he, he, he stayed knackered. on English time, the idiot. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> so like, is one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. I, I had to look into it just for my own mind. I wouldn't go, I wouldn't do a video and go, this is the cause of, of United being shit because there was obviously more of that. But I think it's a factor. I looked into it. Um, Wolves played one game about a month ago in Portugal and the rest of their games was at Molineux. Really? You can't say it's not a factor. No. You can't say that every player, if money wasn't an issue and sponsors weren't an issue, every single footballer would want to do that, wouldn't they? They would rather stay where they are, maybe go on holiday, Mate, obviously, but... I, I don't think it helps United going <laughs> yeah. from, from the East Coast to the West Coast. Doesn't make sense. No. no. So start go from the West to the East. Yeah, yeah. So just as a, in that area then, that CDM area, obviously Mainu was brought in sort of surprisingly a little bit. He was involved more. We're hearing talks of Amrabat being a target and we'll talk about why maybe that's not happening at the minute. But do you think he wants more cover there, as in game by game? I think he wants or more do you quality think there. I think he wants more numbers there. Yeah. I think there's a lot of reasons why you want to sign someone. I think it's clear he, 
he doesn't mind McTominay, but he doesn't quite fancy him. Otherwise, no. you'd see him a lot more than we have done. Fred has left. Donny van der Beek's on his way out. So we actually need midfielders. Mm. Even if we kept Kobe Maino, we still need a midfielder. Kobe Maino now being out until what? December, January? Oh, I've, heard, I've not heard what, what's what was it? He said the first part of the season, the first like section of the season. The word that was used was like, it's not a little amount of time, but they didn't give a time. Great. Which is usually yeah. bad news. First yeah, quarter. the first part of the season. Yeah, yeah something like that. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be... Do you think he wants more covering there? No. No, Joe, he wants less. No, I don't I don't mean buying players. Obviously, he wants to buy a player. But, I mean, do you think we will see a difference from Mount and Fernandez in how they're playing? But they're the attacking midfielders, though, aren't they? Yeah, they're the midfielders. They've still got help. I think yeah. Bruno could do more. Bruno. I, well, they have, the Spurs game, with the line that they played at weekend against Brentford, which was almost suicidally high, yeah. um, Brentford really could have got a win out of them. Um, I think if United look at that game and go, oh, we can do that yeah. all day long, I, I think you'd be all right in that sort of sense. But when you look at how Everton played against us at Old Trafford last season, when yeah. um, Bruno had a game in the eight and he was Just unbelievable. Yeah, I, I think that's the template for this. You play him there and you, you ask him to do that because he's got the, the work rate in him. Yeah. I also think the game against Wolves, it wasn't, I don't think the tactics were particular. I think everyone was crap. Yeah. I know that sounds like, but uh, Garnacho and Anthony were great at all. Oh, decision making. They were really bad and they got into bag. so many good positions. Mount like, was just non existent. Garnacho couldn't meet, beat anyone. Mm. Anthony doesn't want to beat anyone anyway. Um, and then up top, Rashford, who's better out wide. Most of his good stuff that he did was from the left-hand side. Then in the midfield, Bruno overhitting most of his passes. Mm. Mount not really performing. Casemiro running Casemiro all over the place. I thought Luke Shaw yeah. was, has, has been poor all pre-season and was poor again. Yeah. Uh, Wan-Bissaka was okay going forward, but On poor Luke defensively. Shaw. Luke Shaw positioning in the half space was weird. Because he was just sort of standing there like mm. he was like trying to hide almost. Yeah. It, was, it's, it's, it was weird. I didn't get his performance at all. I don't I don't get what what happens I mean, to Luke we, Shaw. We Martin as at half time. Was it literally because he was like walking red card? He mentioned uh, some sort of ankle ligament kind of worry not worry I don't again the word was it, it, with Tenog you never get a time or anything, but it was like he should be he should be alright. Like in some minor, minor issue, but they didn't want to was risk it. Was the minor it. issue the fact that he was a walking uh, record? Probably, yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> speaking of centre-backs, let's the move on. The minor issue is the referee's about to uh, send him off. The yeah. referee's come over to me and said, one more. Yeah, he's, he's done. done. Let's move on to our next <laughs> issue that needs resolving. And I'm going to put Maguire as the face of it, but he's he's only one of, 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 a, of a few. Hey, he's just waiting for Real Madrid to ring. Right. <laughs> well, on that, ah, we need to sell to buy at this point. <laughs> We can't Why get Maguire out the door. Why do we? Because we spent too much. By, everyone else is breaking the rules. But they're Let's all join selling. Them. They're all selling. Let's Chelsea have sold nah, almost as much as they spent this summer. Nah, everyone's got. Why do we go? Sell. Why, 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 why when we get done for FFP? Yeah, we go. All right. Yeah, we we did it. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Guilty. We'll take the fine. Yeah. And everyone else is kicking it down the grass for ten years and getting loads of lawyers. Why don't we break it and do what they do? Chelsea have, have sold 1.2 billion quid's worth of players in the last 10 years. United That's is, what he says. United is less than half of that. That's why we are slowly lagging and lagging and lagging. But Maguire, obviously... What do you think about the Maguire situation? Should United have gone, well, look, we'll give him year. X a million from our fee? Well, I don't know. And I, I just think... Do you just you, cut your losses now and go, look, fuck's sake, it's done. Because it feels like United are... 
holding on in some hope United that actually that. maybe he turns out all right and you know fourth fifth choice no fuck it off the thing i read is if united sell, sold him for any less than sort of 30 or so million because of what we pay on him every year anyway it almost would sort of doesn't, on our on our books be like zero so if we're then also giving him another 10 million we've essentially lost money it doesn't help that we give our academy players away for fuck all as well yeah. 100% profit on them I was going to say yeah. fuck all yeah 100% profit what do you make of the Maguire situation an extra Twix yeah <laughs> like, not as a player I know you don't rate him but like as a contract and this is a man's so sort of career I, and all someone that someone called me a hypocrite because I was saying Donny um, Frankie de Jong should get what he's owed by Barcelona and because Maguire wants paying off from United I'm a hypocrite and, and I didn't like that Harry Maguire has been paid his contractual wage yeah Frankie de Jong was asked to defer his wages because yeah. Barcelona are run by fucking crooks, right? And then I mean, when he wanted to leave, there was like, though. what deferred wage? Yeah. It's a hundred percent different. Also, Harry be Kane's different. been overpaid for the last two years. And Harry Maguire. Uh, Harry, Harry Maguire. <laughs> Harry Maguire has been overpaid for the last two. And I'll tell you about Harry Kane. Yeah. <laughs> but, so what do you make you of it then? Like, let's say someone came why didn't we sign Harry Kane, by um, the way? Let me put you in a proposition, Stay. Someone comes to you and says... I've got my cock out already. It's in. It's fully away. <laughs> right. So this is a professional... Well, it's one of the... Semi-professional It's a semi-professional Semi right, Yeah. <laughs> so they come to you and they say, right, you know, you're not allowed to work on Stratford Paddock anymore. You're not allowed to work for Real Ferdinand. You're not allowed to do your own channel anymore. It's not really going, you know, not going well. Instead, <laughs> you're allowed to have this new YouTube channel. You can work for them. They've got four, 45 subscribers and you're getting paid half of what you are now. Are you going to take that? Because that's what has been offered Harry Maguire to go to West Ham. No, no, but in this situation, he's not on Real Ferdinand's podcast because he's fifth choice. I get that. Yeah. But if what, Joel what, what, don't what turn up no. and Rio don't turn up, and some other and Harry Pereira and yeah. Ferdinand don't and that fellow that was walking past walking Danny Murphy hasn't turned, turned up. up then that's Harry Maguire in this situation I get that Harry Maguire know. is yeah. in this situation I don't know he's our fifth choice centre no, behind the left back but, yeah. but you understand the point I'm making not of, really do you want to just half your wages and play for a shitty team but it's not because no, no, no. but actually no no the situation is you're going to be captain at West Ham in Europe Mm. After you've been poor for about a year and a half, Resurrect you can career, save your international career, keep playing. You're probably only earning what about 50, 60 grand less a week. And, and that sounds mental. And to didn't us. they agree to pay him a set amount? And he went, yeah. And then went, actually, no, I want the full amount. Yeah. Which he would have got for the remainder of his but contract. But guess what? You wouldn't months. have got the remainder of your contract if every other fucker didn't qualify for the Champions League for us. Mm. So do you want to play or not? You have probably 10-ish years as a professional footballer. Do you want to spend one of them on a bench watching everyone else win stuff? That's the choice. It's totally... You can't you got question his ambition. To yeah, you've got to question his ambition. So would you... If you were Harry Maguire, you would leave and go to West Ham? I would always <laughs> leave and try and play yeah. rather than not. But I Footballers do, need to play. Go get you... Also, it's United's fault with the situation. We've paid him so much. And, and we offered to pay him, though. It wasn't saying, like, no, you're not getting paid. It was like, we'll give you seven million to, like, lessen the blow of having to deal with David Myers or whatever we've said it's going to be for. I think he's just like, yo, I'm going to make your life hell. Yeah. I, I, gen I genuinely I, I think that's poorly advised because there's some reactionary villains in our he'll fan still base go. and they will go OTT. I him. mean, that's just daft. But do you think he'll still go? Because West Ham felt like... I feel like move. he will still It doesn't feel like another team that's going to come in for him. Well, apart from Real Madrid. I don't know if you know this, but Militao was injured, so that obviously means Harry Maguire's top of their list. If like Real Madrid, Madrid sign Harry Maguire, I will do a news 
announcing that with my cock out. Hmm. I don't know if that actually. It that won't hurt, be on that, camera. That it'll be down here. But Ethan will be able to see it. Yeah, he will. Be. He'll be able to smell <laughs> it. Let alone see it. Smell it across the room. Bloody hell. Um, it smells like cocoa butter. It does. And jelly babies. Um, the next problem that we Cheetos. need. The United. <laughs> <laughs> the next problem United to fix is the ownership. Arguably the biggest oh, problem. We can't fix this. So what are we going to do between the three of us to sort this out? <laughs> well, we can't fix any well, of these things. Well, shut the fuck Steve. up then, Joe. St Steve, you haven't been talking about Man United for the last eight years because you thought you could change <laughs> things. You've been talking about it because you're interested and you're interested in the ownership because I'm telling it, you, you Joe, are. Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> what have you, what have body you... parts in his mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what makes you think that I don't think I can change things at United? <laughs> well, you can maybe change small things, but you know, you're not getting Aaron Maguire sold, I don't think. Um, don't, ownership. Don't put doubts on me. Don't, what, what don't limit me. Not, I'm not trying to change anything. <laughs> what effect do you think this is having, if any, on, on how the club's being run on day by day? Do you th yeah, the f just this the whole, whole thing's been it, up in the air for nine other things, right? They can't make a decision. They've got two offers on the table, yeah. right? One that keeps them involved. Are them offers still on the table? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. yeah they are. Right. They might I don't even know if there's a table on them, <laughs> right? Yeah, so true. who the fuck knows? But according to things, yeah. there was a table, and on the table was an offer from definitely not the the, the, country, baldy face. the country of Qatar, and potentially from a guy that likes cars, like, <laughs> and yeah. bikes. And pollution. So most men like cars <laughs> and, and bikes, don't they? Like, yeah. so I have no fucking clue. Because of the NDAs, like no one's really allowed to talk and everyone has to leak things through Fracking isn't that thing that you stick up your ass either. What's that then? <laughs> Film the cracking. Film the fracking. I thought I was the one supposed to derail this. Um, so, I think they've had offers on the table. Yeah. One of them was going to make them wealthy beyond anyone's imagination. Mm. And they was like, nah. Yeah. And one of them's going to make them hated beyond anyone's imagination. And even that one, they were like, nah. And then yeah. the third one is, do nothing. Do you, do you know how, like, when we talk about politicians and these billionaires and stuff, and, like, if we could... If we could get into their mind, we'd realise how little they think of normal people. Oh, we, Do you reckon we this are is just an experiment. We them, are military. And they're just like. To billionaires and politicians, oh, especially Tory ones, we are fucking cockroaches. It's like yeah. an impractical jokers game yeah. where someone's. Go on, pretend you're going to say. I think when, when you tell get. Them, tell them my food banks are great for the area. Yeah. <laughs> when you get to that level. That's what they do. The general By the way, public now, those is, aren't Steve's thoughts. No. But when you get to that level, the general public is, is literally just numbers that you move around for like, well, this many people have died because of this, or this many people back this. Like, they're not real people anymore. They're just stats on a data sheet yeah. somewhere. They don't really care. It's just, how many people do we hurt by doing this? How many do we hurt by doing this? All right, we'll do oh, that what's one. What's the then. PR? Yeah, fallout it's of, not. What's that? No, no more bodies a, in the channel. Yeah, like, human beings become bar they, they charts don't give in a boardroom. They it, do not give yeah. a they fuck. Do, yeah, and the politicians know. probably give less of a fuck yeah. than billionaires. No, no, the because politicians. most politicians don't have billionaire wives. Unfortunately, the guy in charge of our country does. Yeah. But most politicians are not billionaires. They just sleep with the billionaires. Yeah. It's mm. ridiculous. Um, right. Do you billionaires how little, trust me, they value no human life. No fucks whatsoever. It'd be mental. No fucks So don't think the Glazers really care about all this. No. So, the, like, the protests and all that sort of stuff, there was some talk uh, around about the European Super League, whereas that they um, don't actually get, like, because they don't live in a real world. No. They don't have social media accounts. 
They don't. Some of them. They do. probably do, but they're probably social media accounts, <laughs> social media that we don't even know about. That's how mental United fans have got about the situation. I rate it. I love it. They found like all their family on Instagram and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'll add it. I'll add him. Tell your dad to sell the cunt. <laughs> like, yeah. Like in terms of like, because so, if you turn your phone off, social media's not real. So in terms of real <laughs> pressure being put yeah. on them. The only thing they had was the lady from Sky Sports who followed him down the street for 30 seconds, yeah. who he ignored and got his car and fucked off. Oh, yeah, I remember so we were supposed to do that. In terms of, and, and the, there was the Glazer protest, there was a bit of chanting at the, the cup final, which again, why the fuck are you here ruining yeah. our fun? Because at the same time as we're lifting a trophy up, we also have to go, oh yeah, by the way, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. It's just, what, you're stopping us from being able to truly numb. enjoy a moment yeah. because your, your presence is Just fucking leave. Yeah. Imagine if it was as bad as America where they come out and pick them up. Oh my, I bet they was like, so when do we get on the field? And, uh, and someone was like, here's the neat part. You fucking don't if you <laughs> want to go home. Like, no, they're, they're not getting the pressure to them. Yeah. And, I don't know if they're ever going to get the pressure to them. The protests have been horrible, and uh, in a in terms of like the, in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah, but they, they've been like fucking. We stopped a game. Yeah, like there's there's been seismic fucking protests, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. And if they keep hold of the club, the protests will continue, and they should. And they might even go up a notch or two. Oh no! If they, I think there's going to be riots if they do so. The day that but they, I, do say, what, I still don't think they care. No, 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 they don't care. I mean, look at. The, Look at 05, uh, I was a kid back then, but I remember that stuff. You know I was, what I mean? I was, I, I was on the camouflage around some of it, but- Balaclava. It was mental. <laughs> yeah. It was mental. Like, I remember the, was it the Debrechen game as well when they turned up? Remember when the, there was works going on at Old Trafford and they came for that game, we won 3-0. Mm. So there was pro, like just constant protests over them and yeah, they'd, they'd never give a shit. They would, they would like riot vans outside old. Yeah, all there was a sitting on the forecourt about 2005. It might have been just just after the takeover. A lot of people got nicked. I wasn't one of them, and um, and that's not talking about. I wasn't one of the ones that got nicked on that day. Um, but the they kept that, like that was as they were coming in. So yeah, there were people trying to sit on the floor as they were, and the police were just lifting people, and they. <laughs> they put just up oil shirts on now, they'd be all right. Mm. They don't give a fuck. They yeah. do not give a fuck. And I don't know if they'll ever give a fuck. And, and the problem is, it, whether we're sold or not, this club comes around for sale probably once in a generation. Yeah. Like, we're never going to get what I want. No. Which is true fan ownership. You're never going to get that. that. That ship sailed. 2000 really went or 99 when that they, they were a plc man well it was a time when we stopped we 14 when <laughs> we the royal we stopped the murdoch takeover the monopolism mergers commission stopped the murdoch takeover because it was seen as anti-competition which is fucking hilarious by the way with mm. some of the stuff that's been allowed since um it was stopped in 98 and shareholders united as it was at the time were told and told fans, I think they had 28, 23 or 28%, I think it was. I think it might have been 23%. And they were told, if you double your shareholding as a fan base, you will never be taken over. And we didn't listen. And then horse, bunk, glazers, bosh. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you're in the situation that you're in now. Tough, isn't it? You can never know what's coming down the pipeline, but obviously, if you could go Hostile back. Hostile takeover. Yeah. What was coming down the pipeline? It was one of those fucking Shit. oil pipelines that you can yeah. stand an elephant up in, and it was just fucking pure, unadulterated feces. Yeah, it was. Um, next up, 
facilities stadium. It kind of goes under the ownership banner. I got a lift that goes all the way to the top of the roof. Solarium. Uh, Solarium. <laughs> I ain't got a license. We get cancelled from the supermarket. <laughs> Frank, <laughs> do you want room temperature cans? Yes. We had a gaff for you. Yeah. Do you want pies you can't eat for a day? Sunshine yeah. and we, we had a gaff for you. <laughs> Do you want a queue that is so long that you start queue before <laughs> halftime and still don't go back to see it until after halftime? I'll give, give America this, right? They have decided that sports are about socialising, eating and drinking and fuck me that they do it well. They do yeah, it well. They do, they they do, do it really well. well. When you go, when you, like, I don't buy anything at United because yeah. I want to watch the game. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not going to get in there two hours early just so I can have a pie that I can eat th at the next match. And I'm not going to have a beer because it's fucking... For starters, it's Carlin, and that can fuck all oh, the way off. Yeah. And for two, it's it's the most egregious. It's room temperature Carlin. Yeah. Like Carlin's bad when it's cold, and no beer's bad when it's cold. No. But and Carlin it's at just, room temperature, it's, it's like that Peter K thing. It's like one thing and loads of mirrors. Like it's yeah. all the same. Like every yeah, yeah. every like single America, stand, like you've got is the exact same stand. Yeah. Hot dog stand, this fried stand, chicken, that burgers. Stand. The, oh. the, the, yeah, I went. To, I, I hope to we'll bring this in at Old Trafford, but I just remember laughing at it, you know, being someone that's at Old Trafford every single week and seeing this in a stadium. I went when we watched San Francisco, not this time around. The, the last time we were there, we didn't go to San Francisco this time around. Shut up. Um, we went to watch San Francisco uh, Giants at the baseball stadium, and in the corner they had a wine bar. <laughs> I, th I can that, imagine you sitting in the wine bar. bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. VIP rooftop bar, remember that? They had fucking booths behind the net. Imagine that at Old Trafford. We are. We, I seen that Marriott seat inside Old Trafford. You know the sofa. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I was like, Jesus, wet. Would you look at that? And look at us, like getting excited about. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but that's different because that's a weird place to watch the game. But you're not even allowed to. You can't even have a beer in view of the fucking game yeah, at Old Trafford. It's ridiculous. Like we don't want all. I wouldn't want all of those things at Old Trafford. I don't want it to be a food first event space. I don't know. I think I, that affects crowds. That's why baseball makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not for the game, but is it? But some of that would be good. Like you said, it's literally a carbon copy. There's about five savory things on the menu and it's the same everywhere you yeah, go. There's about five sweet crisps. things on the menu. And and then there's, there's two wines, a beer, and that's it pretty much. And it's like, yeah. it's just- Do you want Strongbow? Do you want Carlin? Yeah. Do you like it at room temperature? Yeah. Like. There's no effort. But that's not going to change until the, the new owners come in, is it? Obviously. Obviously. Well, it might change then, I guess. They don't give a shit, man. No. They, don't have to, they don't have to put effort in. But uh, the thick, right? Because people keep telling me they're good businessmen and they'll have successfully milked out fucking six billion out of the club by the time they fuck off, if they fuck off. But if you was good businessmen, run your business better, yeah. make more fucking money. Call mm. me old fashioned. Mm. But that we, we just seen from them, that's all they do is they just dilly dally, don't they? For months and years and years and years, and then it's a decade's gone by, and you've not really done anything, and now it's going to cost twice as much to do it because you've waited. Like they just wait and do nothing. That's their whole thing. Um, let's Bastards. move on. Let's move on to our last point then. Um, and another thing that's a, a, the massive elephant in the room, sort of hanging over the club at the minute, is um, the Mason Greenwood situation, which even without having to comment on your thoughts on it, obviously feel free to. But the way this situation is being handled is quite bizarre to me. It's being handled so poorly. I think when you look at there were leaks the other week about them being delayed because they had to speak to the players that were at the Women's World Cup and then those yeah. players end up getting abused and you're just thinking you're not dealing with this situation like an organisation and an institution the size of Manchester United should be dealing with it. Mm. And whatever decision they want to make I personally think if he wasn't as great as a footballer as he is, and look, I personally believe, just say was. or was, is he, he was the <clears> best <throat> youngster I'd ever seen since Rooney. That's how good I think he is. 
But I think if he wasn't that good, he'd already been gone. Yeah. Which shows you the issues that we kind of have at play here. We've seen it in the past and people point out other clubs that have done similar things. But ultimately, this is Manchester United. We're Manchester United fans. We want to see Manchester United run the best. I do think they have a responsibility to rehabilitate and help him on that point. But that doesn't mean you have a responsibility for him to play football for your first team again. Yeah. There's so many players and they made a point in the statement of saying he's a family man and these kind of things, which you can tell they're softening the ground to put him back into the team. But there are players that you release every year that are family players. And, you know, they, they're just even that good enough. Their contract four, expires five, or six, whatever yeah. that have been there all their lives. You don't have no qualms sending them off. Your responsibility to them is helping them find a new club. So I kind of find the angle that they're coming at very weird. I think it's very I obvious wish, they're trying to bring him back. I think it is. And they're, they're kind of softening the grounds for that to happen. I wish, though, they'd just, just do it. Just mm. have some balls about the situation then and do it. Why are you dragging the women's team into it? Why are you dragging all these different stakeholders into it? Um, but yeah, I, I, I totally... We have to reiterate as well, there's a, the female fans um, against Mason Greenwood's return. They've protested against this. A number of fans and supporters clubs have. Um, and it just feels like, again, as with anything but with this club, it's a purely financial decision. Um, <laughs> And it's well, what it makes, makes me laugh is if it's a financial decision and in not wanting to lose out on the player because he's got some sort of mythical value associated because you have no idea what level he's at after two years out. He could be finished. Mm -hmm. right? that, you have no idea of knowing. But if you're basing your decision on the fact that he might be worth something that's mental yeah. and not what's happened. I do I, think that there will... I think the club will be looking at it from a perspective of, okay, we okay. Let's say we don't play him, we let him go. What if our rivals just take him? But they can't look at it that way. You have to look at it yeah. from a who it, do we want Mark, representing Rocky, our organisation? Who if if this was a a cleaner or a coach or a anyone? You're done. I, I Tommy Duck got sacked for having an affair with. Physio's yeah. wife or something I, I like. tried to find an example of someone that had actually been sacked at <coughs> Manchester United. The only two that I can find, and I'm sure there's young players, but I can't find them. So if anyone can help me find those. Um, Roy Keane and Cristiano Ronaldo are the only two that I can find. Mm. And all they did was speak out against the club, which is just opinion. Yeah. Neither of them broke the law. That's not saying Mason has, but will they have stating been, that neither of them broke the law. Will they have been sacked? Or would it have been a mutual consent thing? Well, Keane was sacked. I think the way it was reported that Ronaldo was sacked, but uh, sorry, mutual, but he was clearly fucking sacked. Because that's uh, it's, a, it's but, just I don't know. But also, just in in the way that this is being dealt with, so that article. Oh, sorry, from, I need to. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, of like course, the, yeah. Neither of those two broke the law, and like I said, I'm not saying Mason has. I'm just saying that they haven't, and some people sort of say, "Well, he's not being convicted or anything. You can't do anything." My point I'm making is, those who didn't break the law, mm. yet were still fired because they brought the club into disrepute and therefore they went. I can argue that this entire conversation that's, that's a, a come out of this has brought the club into disrepute on some level. Yeah. Some people will be upset if you um, let him go, but I think the, the weight of people being upset uh, and the financial implications potentially mm. would be upon keeping him. Yeah. I can't, Again, I speak, like, I, I don't, again, from the moment it happened, I was like, surely you can't play for Manchester United again. And that's been my opinion. Some people just purely come from it 
and it's kind of mental where they just come from it from a sporting perspective. Yeah. And there's that clip floating around of Gordon Strachan, yeah. where he goes, football don't have any morals. Yeah. Like, it's just about how good you are as a footballer ultimately. And there'll come a time where Mason Greenwood's coming onto the pitch and people will be clapping him on. Well, um, yeah. It's just simple. But well, someone says, well, look, as much as I believe that, I also like believe people should be given a chance to rehabilitate themselves. So that's not what I'm saying here. I'm not mm. saying he's going to be one way all his life, but you represent Manchester United. You have to yeah. be, on you, the, can't, you have to be punished for something like, what does that say to all these other young kids coming through the academy? Female, male, whoever, that you, if you're good enough, you can do what you want and it'll be okay. And that's a mental statement to make. It is. You know, and in terms of the, um, the people that are saying everybody deserves a second chance, I largely agree with that statement. There's certain things that you shouldn't. Mm. But I think, by and large, um, people do deserve a second chance. But from what I can see, there's been zero attempt at any sort of attempt to explain or apologise or, or to, to make amends in any sort of sense of way. And they're almost, the silence is fucking deafening, in my opinion, on this. And the way that it hasn't been addressed is almost like, and what about it? Yeah. I saw what I saw. I imagine we've all seen and heard everything that we saw. And like, if this had come out at the time, oh, this was role play, this was falsified, this isn't me. That, what, yeah, if it's, some, that's not you, it comes out ages ago. Yeah, it? some way to explain what's happened, but the amount of time that's gone on, the only conclusions people can draw is, that is you, that happened. Mm -hmm. And the fact that there wasn't a conviction doesn't take away from these incidents happening. And therefore, when people try and bring in, there was the case with Ronaldo in America and there was allegations in, in America with Ronaldo that eventually got dropped. I didn't see the footage. I didn't hear the tapes. And th there's been similar ones with Ryan Giggs and Anthony's currently got one at the moment. Again, I don't know any of these things. If Mason Greenwood's had been some sort of allegation and we hadn't seen the tapes and we hadn't seen this, that, and then we hadn't had the information that we had. And that's why I don't think you can treat any of these things the same. Yeah. Have to take each one on the merit that you see it, and that's not to uh, to say that the allegations against Anthony or Ronaldo or Ryan Giggs are true or false. We just haven't seen what we've seen, mm. and the fact we've seen what we've seen, I, I don't know how Manchester United, in good conscience, can just bring that back and pretend we didn't see what. Also, we it's like they made it in part of that statement says he won't be part of things for the foundation for the short to medium term and all the. That tells you, you know there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, that quote, I'll give you that quote from the article. I didn't see um, that quote, by the way. So it said, uh, I'll read you a couple of That's bits from it. The bit that, I, yeah, there's a lot in here that is just ridiculous. But uh, the plan laid out by Arnold that week, which was meant to be Friday the 4th of August, uh, was that Greenwood would not make any appearances with the club's charitable arm, the Manchester United Foundation, back. in the short back. to medium term, even though the club would be bringing him back for the first team setup. So they're they're obviously weighing up and factoring in the potential I never I never knew that line yeah they've just said ah fuck it well this art this whole article I mean th just the way United have handled it so obviously the Athletic have managed to get and I would guess you know correctly as, as, as they typically are knowing everyone that works there on the yeah. United side of things there's no fucking way that that's gone on there without it being extremely well sourced and yeah. probably stood up by somebody else and they also said, a lot of people yeah. bring up that he's I know the victim hasn't been named, but they say that he's back with her or whatever. Yeah. And the family support him and all that. But that doesn't change what happened. No. It's like the victim can forgive you or whatever, but 
you still done so, you still yeah. you still committed to yeah. that crime, bro. You still you yeah. still did that thing. It's out there, whether they whether they accept you or not or whatever. Yeah. After that, it yeah. still happened, yeah. and it still happened while you were a representative of Manchester United. Yeah, which and should be a privileged position. Yeah. yeah, you know that's not to say you should never work again. That's not to say that you need to die. Yeah. You know, th th it's a privileged position in which you hold. Yeah, uh, and I think that that privilege should exist with some sort of, uh, you know, he's gonna come back though. It's mental. Yeah, it's mental. Um, uh, how that? I don't know how that. I'm, makes me I'm feel just gonna really. do games without analysing him because. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, but yeah, the, the way United have handled it, the fact that they were planning to announce it on Friday the 4th of August and then all the press were told it's going to be done and, and announced before the Wolves game, then it's pushed back, then it's past the book. How long does they allow these though? stories Could to you, get see, passed around? See, that's how dangerous this thing is. Like, like, all of us here go, all right, he shouldn't be playing for Manchester United again. But all of us here go, right, he is going to play for Manchester United again. Yeah. Mm. And you've just said you wouldn't kind of focus on him What if he all. scores the winner of the Champions League final? Well, yeah, in five years' time... Am I not allowed to say that, that But that's why no, but he in just five shouldn't years be time, playing. That is all of that kind of just... This, this is the impact of their decision is what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, that yeah. Eventually, the conversation... will be in Old Trafford. Be yeah. rifles one top bins. It's, yeah. it's just Because there'll be some people who cheer and just don't think about it, but there'll be a weird no, standoff. No, I might cheer because Manchester United have scored. Yeah. But then you realise and go... Like yeah, like that's. But this is why it's such a big, uh, such a big decision that they're making, and to just go, I you know, made it, everyone's okay. I think it's a statement that tells you they fucking made it. Like, unless and, unless they insane. bottle it, which say them making the decision, then bottling it is worse than them just making it and sticking. In my opinion, because well, it shows you that when you made the decision, the right place in the end. No, no, but it shows you when you made that decision, you knew something was wrong with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You knew yeah. it was the wrong decision. Yeah, really. Yeah, because you'd announce it on the fourth. Also, yeah. what stopped you announcing? It I on think the fourth? a big part of this will be as well. We're leaking this. What do Adidas do? What do Team Viewer did? Do? Adidas yeah. drop it. What Nike did? What do What do? Is it Cola or whoever? Yeah, Cola. When they hear this rumor that we're bringing him back, do any of these guys go woof? We're yeah. out. Because then, because it's an unofficial decision, they'll be able to go. Well, actually, we're not bringing him back. And then they kind of swap. There is a chance. I wouldn't be surprised. That's part of also what's going on. Not just the reaction from the fans, the various stakeholders. They're trying to test the reaction of sponsors. The fucking yeah. Cause the, the bottom line is going to be someone like he's not going to do stuff for the foundation, but he's going to be standing there in, in Adidas's kit, mm. and he's going to be standing there with fucking Team Viewer across the front. Yeah. And as sad as it is that they're thoughts mean more than yours or yours or mine or, or any of the fans involved with the football club it does yeah because that's all they give a fuck about correct mm. right that's going to be all from us this has been off the bar uh, brought to you by green king again make sure you check them out uh, where possible thank you steve for coming on thank you adam for coming on and talking uh, about the problems that united uh, need to i've fix. just got a parking ticket but it was a pleasure yeah cheers lads thank you very much for joining us at home we'll see you in a bit Sports Social Podcast Network.